Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Next hour, you're going to be hearing from a man who's being ordered out of this country by the Immigration Review Board. He's a refugee claimant. And you may, like I, ask yourself, why is he being kicked out of Canada? His co-workers love him. He's got a job. He's paying taxes. He has a family. He's being ordered out. You'll hear the circumstances under which he applied for refugee status. You'll also hear Mike Massotti from Hamilton. Family's broke. Flat broke. They spent about $300,000, including money from a GoFundMe campaign for son Justin, who's 17, who's improving from the inoperable brain cancer in Mexico. Put on 50 pounds, eating well, exercising, come along well. In Ontario, the prognosis was, yeah, we'll send you to McMaster Hospital, we'll give you chemotherapy and you're going to die. And Mike Masati has asked the uh, Wayne government for some financial assistance to the Ontario Health Insurance Plan, they got a one-letter, one-page letter of dismissal. No, no time for you. Here's why. Meanwhile, the health minister has said that Ontario will pay for the treatment for critically ill children who were stopped from entering the United States by Donald Trump's travel ban. That's a noble gesture. There's a young man from Hamilton who needs help, too. We'll talk to his dad. He almost wasn't able to go on the air with us. Almost was not able to go on the air with us because Mike can't, phone, can't afford his own phone anymore. He's in, in Tijuana with his son, can't afford his own mobile phone anymore. So they have one more call left on Justin's phone, and they're going to talk to us next hour. Maybe Kathleen Wynn and Dr. Hoskins would like to listen in. Even better, call in. All right, does Dustin, does, does Justin Trudeau have the, uh, the wherewithal to stand toe-to-toe with President Donald Trump on refugee issues, on immigration issues, on NAFTA, on anything the U.S. president says, it's not Barack anymore, Justin, it's Donald. Dave in Manitoba. David, thank you for the call, sir. Go ahead, please. Well, I don't know anything for certain, but I think that Trudeau wants to come out looking as a, um, I don't know about Trump, if he gives a crap about any of it, but I think uh, they have some comment on Keystone. Uh, David, you're, you're on mobile phone, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's cutting in and out. Um, let's try again. Go ahead. Uh, I was just, I think that uh, Trudeau might have some oil on his party that might have a connection with Trump. That doesn't and people that can communicate with those people there, so we can make the best deal. And I sort of hope that he can do that. I'm not his supporter, but uh, you know, it's, it's big, big for the whole. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a great sound, David. I hear the point. You think that there may be somebody who can create uh, common ground between Justin Trudeau and Donald Trump, and that's why they have uh, General Leslie, former head of the uh, Canadian military, who is now the um, he is the liaison between the government, the two governments, the Canadian government and the U.S. government. 
They're going to need something. Does Justin Trudeau have what it takes to challenge or to respond to the challenges that Donald Trump, no doubt, is going to be directing his way in Toronto. It's Rob. Rob, thank you, sir. Go ahead, please. Yeah, hi, Roy. I, I think it'll be a mismatch. Uh, really, uh, Donald Trump has far more business experience and far more knowledge uh, in business and trade issues than uh, than, than uh, Trudeau. I mean, before before Trudeau was an MP, I believe he was a drama teacher. I don't know what uh, other um, uh, credentials he has. Um, uh, if I was to Trudeau, I think I, I think he'd be wise to have someone like uh, Ralph Goodall at his side. Uh, oh, there will be people in the room. You know that. When he's talking to Donald Trump, there will be Canadian officials. There will be people from the military, people from the, from the uh, economics world. I'm sure the finance minister will be in the room. There will be people there who can provide him with answers to Donald Trump's questions or c- sort of counters to Donald Trump's points. If 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 the prime minister starts to run aground, yeah, uh, yeah, and I think uh, the, the the finance minister may be uh, uh, not a lot of help. Maybe may contributing to a lot of the, much of the conversation. It may be as much as Trudeau with uh, with uh, Trump. Do you have a Do you have a lot of confidence in this finance minister? Because I don't. Uh, but, no, but I'm sure he has a lot more knowledge than, than uh, Trudeau does. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so I don't I know. Think, uh, I think Trudeau will will need him uh, when he's uh, dealing with Trump. Remember uh, because, the you know, remember the Trump's trade rep is Wilbur Ross, and Wilbur Ross is 78 years old, but he's a, he's a top Wall Street billionaire investor. So when it comes to NAFTA, I think we're going to get kicked in the shorts. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think uh, just just Trudeau against Trump. I think it would be like a novice uh, chess player playing Bobby Fischer. <laughs> you know, I, maybe uh, so. I don't have a lot of confidence uh, with uh, just just Trudeau against Trump. Well, maybe he'll surprise us. Uh, I I hope he does. Maybe you never know. It's our country, you know. I mean, we, I'm not a fan of Justin Trudeau's, as you may have gathered. Um, but but it, when, when he's when he's debating and competing with Donald Trump, with Canada's interests at stake, that I'm going to be uh, pulling for uh, for Trudeau. I have to. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a longtime uh, Conservative Party uh, uh, member, and uh, at this point, especially with Trump as president, I, I got I, I wish Stephen Harper was still our Prime Minister. Yeah, me too. So yeah. before before you go, yep. who do you want to see lead the Conservative Party? Uh, I'm I'm leaning uh, towards Maxine Bernier. Uh, uh, so, so far, I think uh, I think he's uh, his uh, policies that he's put forward has has been the most. Uh, Common sense, but what 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 I'm really annoyed with Roy is the fact that this uh, campaign has gone on so long. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, months oh yeah. Long. A, oh, a yeah. year, it should be a one year maximum. Sure. And why would Lisa Raid initiate a, an, an online campaign against Kevin O'Leary? That that just says to me, I'm afraid I'm going to lose. Uh, it's it not a winning move. A team player, because if he does win, of course, uh, you know she has to. Uh, work with them, you know. So uh, I, I, I don't think it's a good idea for each candidate to be attacking the other. Uh, they, they should be saving their ammunition for the liberals, you know. All right. Appreciate your call. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Roy. Have a good one. Rob in Toronto on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Trump versus Trudeau. TNT. Who will it be? Do you have confidence in our prime minister, enough confidence in our prime minister that he'll be able to hold his own against the American president? representing us, representing our values, representing our interests. What scares the hell out of me is that Trudeau doesn't believe in our most significant economic asset, and that's our natural resources. I know he said Keystone. He's been on side of Keystone. I appreciate that. But Canada East hasn't been exactly one of his favorites. And he stands up, and uh, when, he, when, when Justin Trudeau stood up, in the, stood up in the town hall and made a big deal about to one of the people who asked him a question about supporting pipeline, some pipeline building and expansion. That doesn't even require 
That doesn't even require a self-congratulatory pat on the back. That's just fundamental common sense for the people of this country. Peter is in Hamilton. Peter, uh, Justin Trudeau is at the plate, okay? He's got the Louisville slugger in his hand, and Donald Trump is just going to throw a spitball. You know what, Roy? When I was in my early 20s, I went to the batting cages one time, and I cranked the machine right up to the fastest speed because I thought, I see these guys hit a 90-mile-an-hour fastball on TV all the time. I can easily do this. Well, the machine must have blown about 60 pitches by me <laughs> before I was smart enough to realize that I had to turn down the speed because I was way out of my league. And I think that's what's going to happen to our prime minister. And, and what this, when I hear that Australian prime minister speaking, it actually makes me want to cry about the state of politics in Canada. Because the last person that I can recall in Canada, the last politician that I can recall speaking with that kind of poise and that kind of intellect was actually Danielle Smith from the Wild Rose Party. And it is so bad that she let the drug of power get to her head and she committed political suicide because I she actually did. think that that was a woman that was bright enough in her country. She's an extremely intelligent person, an extremely intelligent person. I have a lot of time for Danielle Smith, and I'm not just saying that because she works for our chorus radio station in Calgary. She is an extremely gifted and, and talented person. Dr. Catherine Swift will be on with the Beauties and the Beast on the next hour. Talk to Catherine about Danielle. She used to work with the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Catherine loves Danielle Smith. Very articulate as well. She is. Speaks with poise and with intelligence. But, like, I don't know if she could ever recover after what she tried to pull in. in, uh, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want to go into politics again. Peter, have you, uh, where were you in those batting cages? Was that in Upper James? Yes, it was, actually. So I went, to, I, went to the, I went to those same batting cages when I first came to Hamilton in the 1970s, when I was in my very early 20s. And uh, you know what the damn thing did? What it did threw, threw, me a, 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 threw a knockdown pitch at me. <laughs> well, no, seriously. I hit, I hit the ball, right? I hit the ball. Not like you. I hit the first ball a long way. I just don't want to make that point, Peter. I didn't, I didn't strike out. I hit the ball. Hey, buddy, I'm just... I, I'm just I thought, I no, hold on, hold on. Hold on, and then it, th- then it throws at my head. <laughs> I watched somebody during the World <laughs> Series hit John, Tom Hankey's 95-mile-an-hour fastball, and I thought, oh. I can hit 85 easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Justin Trudeau's going to do. I think he's going to end up on his butt. I really do, and I just hope yeah. that for the sake of Canada that, that he manages to pull something out of the hat. You know what you have to do when you get up to the plate against anything that throws hard? Anyone or anything? Close your eyes... When you see the arm get to the top of the of the of the rotation of the top of the uh, of the pitch, when the arm starts to come down, start the bat. Don't even look for the ball. Just start the bat. And if you're real huck, real lucky, the ball will hit the bat and you'll hit a massive home run, and nobody will ever know whether it was you or just blind dumb luck. That's what he's going to need, Roy. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Enjoy your weekend. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Super Bowl tomorrow. We'll talk about the Super Bowl. I have a question for you that is not just football, man. It's This is really going to be, it's going to get a lot of attention. Our buddy Mark Yost, who writes on sports for the Wall Street Journal and Sports Illustrated, will be joining us.